0: On, take the paint and go make the White House. Yeah, your favorite
1: rappers got no talent. Homeboy got cold cabins. You drive by Porsche, till I found out made by Volkswagen. This here is a tow tag. the boy, going to tow tag. Gonna hook there to the tow truck, let him know this the a slash. Your baby mama got no passion. Her
0: best friend act old fashioned. Tell her take them panties off she walking around my boat. Laughin'. I'm VIP at the yacht club. Nigga, you look like you not love. Stars in my double arse. I'm ready let do this. You ready, Trig?
2: I started it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. How long ago did you start it? Just a couple seconds ago.
0: Alright, okay. <laughs> Welcome in, folks, to the Gritty Sports Podcast. We're going out in style today. Uh, I missed my cue card. Uh, <laughs> apparently I missed it, so here we are. For the season finale of volume two, season two of the Gritty Sports podcast. With you today is myself, Josh Wagner, Ryan Rutherford, and John Harrell. Back Yo. for one last rodeo before we all head our separate ways.
1: Now, me and Miles will still be here finagling each other. Here. See you. Yep. I'm kind of
2: glad Josh is leaving. <laughs> he was getting old. I
1: get my alone time with Whoopi.
2: <laughs> Good
1: God. Uh,
2: We'll provide context for that later in the show
0: No we won't (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff either way But we thank you for tuning in here today We've been gone for a while Um, I know a lot of people probably wondered After our our drunk podcast If we had died Or we just gave up the radio podcast business altogether I did did consider it after that I actually never listened to it Did you guys listen to that at all? No I did How
2: was it? Uh, Shitty (laughs) Yeah we were actually contacted by the SEC, and we need to really just straighten up. Is what they said. <laughs> yeah, even though like we're
0: not controlled at all, we were so vulgar, and we got so many complaints that we we're getting a cease and desist order <laughs> from the FCC. That they will come and take our website domain oh, yeah, FCC, and our name. Not the SEC. Uh, yeah, no, the FCC is going to get us all for our money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the things that we do. To you know basically have a startup podcast and we have nothing to show for it. We, we just launder money because we
2: enjoy it. We get no profit at all. We just enjoy the cheap thrill. We just take other people's money and just disperse Movie. it amongst yeah. other things. Oh man! But anyways, we got a, a solid show here for you today. I have a picture of a of 60 Lob Wedge
0: on my computer. Like, that's going to fucking help me. But... Uh, We got overrated, underrated. We have the complete NFL preview for you today, heavy football today. Uh, And then we have fantasy tight ends, very mediocre fantasy tight end advice. And then, of course, your patented gritty finish. (laughs) And we're going to go ahead and just – we're going to get right into fantasy tight ends here to start the show. Then we'll get to overrated, underrated. Uh, Spoiler alert. We're talking about all things fall and athletes named Mike or people named Mike in general. We very much stress the fact that the name is Mike and not Michael. Yes. We had a pre-production meeting before the show. Because I don't show. want no
1: funny business.
2: No.
0: No funny okay. business at all, so we don't want to
2: get that confused. It'll probably still happen just because I want to push the buttons and see what happens. John was scared that I was going to say Michael Jordan you were. is underrated. You were
1: going to say it. Or I no, mean overrated. Is overrated. You were. Yeah,
2: because he is. But he's not a Mike, so Michael Jordan is safe. Die, Ron. <laughs> All right, so we're going to
0: start with fantasy tight ends. Again, take this with a grain of salt. Please don't make us our, you know, your only source for fantasy information. We strongly, uh, we should have a, declaimer that or a disclaimer sorry, that we put up and we have sunglasses on now. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing that, but we need a disclaimer, uh, you know, for everybody. We should make one for the next season that's just like, you know, this and this is really shitty advice. Don't listen to it if you do. <laughs> Uh, It may lead to indigestion, uh, heart failure,
1: (laughs) upset stomach, diarrhea, gambling
0: problems, stuff like that. Which we all have. have 1-800-Do-You-Have-A-Gambling-Addiction, like one of those (laughs) casino commercials. But without further ado, we'll start with the top tight end of this year's class, and I didn't write anything down beside this because Rob Gronkowski probably goes without saying that he should probably be the number one taken in your draft.
2: Yeah, that would be easy to say if you were a lazy uh, journalist working for the fake news like Josh Wagner is. (laughs) But if you actually do your research, you will learn that Jordan Reed is actually the best tight end for your fantasy football team. Over the last two seasons on fantasy points per snap, Jordan Reed is first among tight ends. Once again, that's over the last two years. And last time I I checked, Gronk also is in the NFL the last two years. Uh, Jordan Reed also has the lowest drop rate among tight ends, which like is not surprising at all if you watch him play because yeah, just born. anything in his vicinity will just stick to his hands. So many good one-handed catches, just unstoppable. And essentially, whenever you line him up in the slot at like six three two forty, who's gonna guard him? Nobody. He's also
1: good at fighting. Yeah. No, he's
2: not. Wait, why did you say he's gonna fight that dude with the helmet on? Oh yeah, that's right. Like I forgot about hands. that. A but genuine. yeah, so if you're <laughs> fake news like Josh, then Gronk <laughs> is the best. But if you're a real fantasy football player, Jordan Reed is.
0: Well, I would They also both have injury concerns. They're both, both made injury of rubber concerns. bands and
2: toothpicks.
1: Yeah. I wanted to take Jordan Reed, but do I'm do just going to reach here and say uh, uh, Tyler Eifert. That is a reach. Why do you say that? <laughs> I have no real reason. Did <laughs> you just want to fake somebody? John's still a closet Bengals fan from <laughs> 2009. I love Chad Johnson. Judge me. No, I just really wanted Gronk or Jordan Reed, but I came late, so those are taken. I mean, you
0: can take the same people, yeah, but can. I appreciate it. But, I mean, Tyler Eifert can be a tight end one. He was uh, in the top six two years ago when he was actually playing, and he didn't have that weird-ass elbow injury yeah. that he dealt
1: with last he year. Just is, he's also kind of made of toothpicks and rubber bands. Yeah.
0: Well, it seems like all the tight ends are, and, like, there's not even good tight ends to begin with.
1: There's so three. It's, like, it's really
0: tough for tight ends. <laughs> um, now going over to your bus segment for tight ends, I'm going to stick with the Tennessee Titans tight end Delaney Walker. Uh, his current ADP sits at 65.3, which is putting him in the fourth or fifth round in most drafts. He's put it at the number five tight end on ESPN.com. Um, this is more of just so much changing. Last year he had seven touchdowns, which was the most in his career. Uh, the most previously was six, which was three years ago. So he's not going to get you a ton, of t- a ton of touchdowns like Jordan Reed, Robert Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, and Greg Olson. All those guys are really good red zone threats. They don't really look at Delaney Walker much inside the red zone. Um, And with the addition of Corey Davis at wide receiver, their first-round pick inside the top ten, and Eric Decker, Eric Decker, the most consistent red zone receiving threat over the last three years. I believe he has the most uh, red zone touchdowns and touches out of any wide receiver in that time. Uh, So adding him is going to hurt Delaney Walker's uh, status. Also, when you look at a guy like Delaney Walker, who's going in the fourth, You can just as easily get Tyler Eifert in the 6th or 7th, like John just mentioned, or you can get Kyle Rudolph in the 8th. At the end of the year, I think their stats are still going to look the same.
1: Yeah. Strongly agree.
2: My bust this year, I think, is going to be Hunter Henry. I just don't see him uh, meeting his same production from last year, especially when you look at touchdowns. He had eight touchdowns on only 36 catches. So... Uh, that's just a ridiculous proportion that I don't think he could keep up. And, of course, he is still splitting time with Antonio Gates, who, of course, is getting older, just as he does every year. But, yeah, exactly. He's still super athletic and still a really great tight end who he's going to have to split time with. Uh, Last season, Hunter Henry was only on the field for 54% of their offensive snaps, so just that alone um, with 54 targets as well. That's just not enough to really sustain uh, a, a, to be your fantasy tight end, especially if you're drafting him as early as some people are thinking that that eight touchdown mark could go higher, which I do not see happening at all. John, you, know, you got? Yeah.
1: I'm going to go another kind of reach here just because he had like a real breakout year, year last year. I'm going to go Connor Brat. Is that how you pronounce it? Brate? Cameron Brat. Cameron Brat. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that. With Deshaun coming over and them drafting D.J. Howard, I just think that he is his production value is also going to go down. I think D.J. Howard is going to have a really good year, even just being a second tight end. They're going to throw the ball a lot with um, Doug Martin being suspended. What is it, three games? Yeah. Yeah, They're just going to sling it more, and I think D.J. Howard is going to get a lot of low-key looks.
2: Yeah, OJ o- o- Howard's really good. I think he'll o- damn. <laughs> he will transition very well into the NFL. Like every Alabama player, you would think will, but yeah. um, but I think I really think he just looks like an NFL tight end already. He's huge.
1: Yeah, He's a big One. man. All right, what's next?
2: Next up, we got sleepers.
1: John, let you take the uh, controls for the sleepers. I'm gonna go with Zach Ertz. Um, I don't know how Alshon's gonna do. Uh and Connor or damn Carson Wentz needs a safety blanket and Zach Ertz always has been really just a real solid tight end so i think that he's going to put up numbers
2: yeah that's a guy that uh like they haven't really had any consistency in the Eagles wide receiving core for the last but couple him. Of years but him exactly so i think he'll definitely uh be one of their most impactful players my sleeper is uh Kyle Rudolph for the uh, Vikings. He just his targets alone makes him a really great fantasy uh, addition. He had 132 targets last year, which I'm not sure but I think that could have been the most on um most targets on the Vikings and it is the most among uh tight ends last year. So just his targets alone make him a really dangerous addition. And then, like Josh said earlier, he's going in about the eighth round in most leagues. Yeah. Um, he was he had the second-most fantasy points among tight ends last year. Uh, so definitely, if you're looking for a tight end a little bit later when Greg Olson and Jordan Reed and Gronk are gone, Kyle Rudolph could get you the same amount of production as they do. And you don't really have the uh, injury... Concerns with Kyle Rudolph He's been pretty reliable Throughout yeah. his career So
0: Yeah Kyle Rudolph Also had the most targets Last year Above 120 targets Of any tight end yep. In the league So Sam Bradford Likes to target the big boy He's on my fantasy team So I'm looking forward to it It's been uh, I think three years now Since I haven't had Greg Olson And I have Greg Olson this year. I had Rudolph last year So yeah. it's like we traded I'm gonna miss Old Greggy Boy Old Dependable Old oh, Greggy Poo They need to throw it To him more honestly Down in Carolina I But that's a, that's a story For another day uh, my sleeper is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, wow. A big prospect that <laughs> has basically missed the last two years, and I've been on the Austin Safarian Jenkins boat for a while, mainly out of pride at this point. Just because I thought he was going to be something special down in Tampa Bay. Uh, he's had a problem with substance abuse, and he's had issues with staying committed to football. Stay off the weed. Yeah, that. He was an alcohol problem. Oh, he was an alcohol problem. he had a problem with tardiness uh, coming out of the University of Nevada. Really touted prospect. He goes now to the New York Jets. He got waived last year. He found a home with the Jets. Didn't play at all. But I think he's fully healthy now. And this is just basically out of opportunity, is this pick for me. He's coming absolutely free, so you don't have to have any commitment in your draft. He's not getting drafted. You can take him as a waiver pickup later in the year. And he's one of the only guys. Quincy and now out for the season for the New York Jets. It's <laughs> yeah. Robbie Anderson, and it's Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, that's all there is in New York right now on the receiving end. So oh, I think and lucky whitehead. Really yeah, and lucky whitehead, but he hurt himself Yeah, he's got like a fractured foot. Yeah, or yeah. poor guy, I can't catch a break. Yeah, yeah.
1: somebody steals his dog. <laughs> poor guy. He's had it rough.
0: All right, last one we got here for tight ends. We have breakout tight ends. Ryan, I'll let you start with that one.
1: Yeah,
2: a tight end I'm really excited for this year is Austin Hooper. I was able to snag him last season whenever uh, Tammy was out with an injury for a little while. And, um, A guy who is a uh, just super athletic tight end and immediately makes him a red zone threat for any of those jump balls that they might find. And, of course, on the high-powered Atlanta Falcons offense, they're always going to be moving the ball up and down the field. And, you know, they're going to be focusing on, like, Julio Jones. And, uh, you know, teams are also starting to key in on Taylor Gabriel and his speed. So uh, it could, and with Tammy getting older, uh, Hooper looks like he'll take on a bigger role this year, so he's a guy that I is isn't getting drafted in a lot of leagues that you'll be able to pick up uh, late or as a free agent, and I think he'll have really big gear this year.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm just looking at stats right now with limited action. Only 27 targets turned it into three touchdowns and mm-hmm. 271 yards, so that's really good production from a small sample size, and he's from Stanford. A lot of good offensive linemen come yeah. out of Stanford, and uh, it. Obviously, the offense isn't going to be what it was last year in Atlanta, but it's still going to be one of the best in the league. So, Mm -hmm. The opportunity is there. The ball will be flying around. Uh, My breakout player this year is Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, currently slated at the number 13 tight end on the ESPN leagues. We're just kind of using that as the standard for our stats. Um, He's currently going with an ADP of 130, so he's going anywhere from like the 12th round to the 14th round right now. And he's a guy playing with Andrew Luck. They're going to air it out a lot. Frank Gore's getting older. He's going to have a ton of opportunity. Last year, uh, he kind of broke out. He had 75 targets, and he was able to haul in close to 500 yards and six touchdowns, or five touchdowns, excuse me. And that was with him splitting time with Dwayne Allen, who is now in New England. He's a Patriot. That right there, between the 75 to Jack Doyle and the 52 to Dwayne Allen, That leads to over 100-plus targets that will be going to a tight end. He's the lone guy in Indianapolis now, so all of that volume should go to him. Again, Andrew Luck is pass-happy, and 11 of Andrew Luck's touchdowns last year went to tight ends between Dwayne Allen and Jack Doyle. So he's got a potential for up to 80-some catches and potentially 8-10 to touchdowns, and he's going cheap as hell.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Martellus Bennett. Um... When he, when he played for the uh, Patriots the last, I think it was the last six weeks, um, Granite Gronk was out, and so was Jordan Reed, I think, mm-hmm. with injury. Um, he led, I think, fantasy tight ends in points or something. He led a category for tight ends. And now he's got the second-best quarterback to throw him the ball, Aaron Rodgers, and with that... Um, Nobody else really aired out to besides Jordy. Um, old boy on the other side, he's, he's shaky at best, I think, now getting old. Uh, what's his name? For Green Bay? Yeah, the other receiver. Not Jordy. Uh, Randall's Cobb? Yeah, he's <laughs> toast.
0: Randall's so Cobb. So I think
1: Martellus is going to get a lot of action coming with. They have no other tight end, do they?
0: No, uh, they got rid of whoever they had.
1: Nobody, nobody special. The guy who made the jump off. Jared Cook, yeah, Yeah. they had Jared Cook
0: last year. He wasn't any good, and then they had JerMichael Finley. They had Richard Rogers. Richard Rogers had another one of those Hail Marys. Mm -hmm. But last year there was only one touchdown throw to a tight end. So we'll be interested to see how Green Bay even uses a tight end with actual talent.
1: That's true. I didn't know
0: that. So I mean, I think it'll work out fine for Martellus Bennett because he's had some of his best years with good quarterbacks. Uh, and he was even productive with Jay
1: Cutler. That's what I'm saying. He's so, had yeah. a pr- very productive year, and he had Jake Cutler. Yeah, and playing for the
0: Patriots is evil fantasy-wise, so I don't even you know, necessarily think that it's his fault for you know not doing as well because week to week you don't know what New England's going to do with their offensive schemes. So I don't really lay that on him. But that's our fantasy tight end advice. Again, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I can't tell you that anything we said is going to be true. Except for probably the top tight ends, and that's just because that's a given yeah. fact.
1: And yeah. they all unless they all know get that. hurt. Yeah, unless they all <laughs> get hurt,
0: or like something,
1: you know, bizarre Which is happens. possible. Well, yeah, with Rob and Jordan, yeah. always hurt. And
0: then you got Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, also look at those guys. They might be going a little earlier than you want them in some drafts, but once those guys are gone, uh, the table kind of drops off besides those top four, but... We'll move on now to our overrated, underrated segment today. We have all things fall and athletes named Mike, or people named Mike. Breaking news, Anquan Bolton retired. Shut up. Yeah. Damn it. Zay Jones with the draft stock way up. Oh, yeah. Did you pick him? No, you took him, I think. You
1: took him in the 15th right? Oh, grade. I
0: might have. I mean, we were both talking about him, yeah. but after they signed Bolden, I was like, okay, not really I a think point did to pick that. Him Damn
1: it, I took Anquan Bolden, my like kid. Can way we talk did. about the fact that, that
0: Buffalo is setting up Tyrod Taylor to fail? Like, they did yeah. yeah, because they, they because, took away all of his receivers. I know. And
1: they did that because he cheated them and made sure they got that money with that uh, injury thing.
0: I just don't get Buffalo. Like, they have a really good running game. Oh, yeah, game. I St. Jens. Need... Yeah, you, you but... picked him with your last pick, I think. Yeah. But I just, like, I think it's kind of messed up that they're setting up a guy like Tyrod, who, like, statistically, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but, like, he's a top-five player in efficiency down the field last year. Like, he's a really good yeah. deep ball threat... They send Sammy Watkins' ass down he can to L.A. Run the ball too. They get Jordan Matthews, who's not even currently healthy. <laughs> dick He's, got hands. He's got like a chipped sternum or something. And shit.
1: he also has dick hands. dick hands. And he
0: also has dick hands, individual penises for <laughs> fingers. And uh, who else? They lost That's Robert funny. Woods. Robert Woods actually plays for the Rams right now. So nice reunion between Watkins Wait, and really? Woods. Yeah, they're both in uh, both in L.A. right now with the Rams. So, uh, yeah, I, that totally went over my head because, you know, when those trays went down in the middle of a Friday, we got the Zeke suspension and those two blockbuster yeah, trays. We nowhere. were playing golf,
1: weren't we? Yeah, we yeah. were.
0: And you're just like, hey, Sammy Watkins got trays. I was like, what the hell <laughs> yeah, I? Like, weird. What? And, it like, the return was stupid, too. And, like, the Bills gave up. Um, they gave him up for, like, Darby, one of their, like, better corners. Now, like, he went it, to the Eagles. Yeah, he went to the Eagles, Darby did. And then they got Jordan Matthews. And he's a good cornerback, and Matthews is not Darby's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Darby's really yeah. they good. They gave up Gilmore and Darby. They're trying, I think the Bills front office is honestly just trying to tank and get rid of everybody, and they just want a reason to do it. You know, if they win, like, four or five games, they can be like, okay, Tyrod Taylor isn't good anymore when that, you know, that's not the case. But they, they, can, they can have a reason to do it and won't get too much backlash from the Bills mafia. Because those fans are intense. They are but, like crazy. All right, so overrated, underrated. I'll take the first one here for fall. You guys jump in with anything you can because I'm sure we both have multiple for each. But I'm just going pumpkin. Everything is so, overrated for fall. Like,
1: agree. It's
0: just it's way overblown, and I know it's not really a male thing. You know, it's it's mostly the girls that like their, their pumpkin spice yeah, They yeah. like all their like donuts and their muffins. But like when I walk into the store and I see pumpkin flavored gin, I just get. Fueled with unquestionable, untethered rage. Because I'm just like, who the hell is buying like pumpkin, pumpkin beer. spiced beer? Yeah, there's pumpkin spiced Blue Moon. Like, no. I don't want my beer I've to taste s- like a pumpkin I've pie. I've also
1: seen pumpkin flavored hummus. Gross. Pumpkin flavored sure. hummus. What else would... I, you know what?
0: Come back to me. I'm going to look up different pumpkin <laughs> things that I could just be pissed off about. My, other, my underrated one is not sweating doing simple day-to-day tasks, which is great in the fall. I'm a sweaty guy. You know, just walking outside and, like, setting up my golf clubs before a round, I'll get, like, a little bit of a sweat on. It's like, what the hell? Like, all I'm doing is dusting off my nine and I'm pouring (laughs) down sweaty. You know, that's the humidity in Virginia and just the heat here. It's absolutely terrible. So not sweating, you know, walking to class or not sweating, like, grilling hamburgers. is going to be really nice. (laughs) It's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, I, uh, in that same kind of line of thought, one of my favorite underrated things of fall is – you can cover up the fact that you wore the exact same clothes yesterday just by putting on a different sweatshirt. <laughs> so, like, everybody wears jeans every day. Like, the same so pair for like yeah, a week, yeah. Yeah, you won't, nobody knows that it's the same pair of jeans. I wear the same pair of jeans for a week. And I then do it all the time. Me too. Yeah. And then you could have on the same shirt for a couple of days and you just throw on a different hoodie and yeah, nobody will pullover. know. Yeah, I, yeah, you're good. You're good to go. One
1: of my underrated uh, hobby or activities, I guess, for the fall is picnics. I enjoy a good meal outside, set up your blanket with your girl or with Mm -hmm. my fellow friends, and just eat and enjoy food outdoor where it's not 100 degrees and you're sweating nuts.
2: Yeah, I believe I had picnics as overrated for summertime. (laughs) Yeah. Because, but that's, but it's different. Bugs are way worse in the summertime. Fall, you have like, yeah, mosquitoes and stuff in the summer. But in fall, you have like a nice breeze that helps keep the bugs away. And you got. Uh, you don't have to worry about like sweating into your food because you. You don't even <laughs> have that much of an appetite when you're like really hot. Um, so yeah, I would agree with that. And then setting
0: up the picnic, you're gonna get sweaty. Yeah, right? in the exactly. In, in the, the summertime, and Just, then
2: you're gonna stick to that old.
0: Um, like nylon know, like, blanket yeah the or, nylon blanket or like a yeah. really itchy old blanket that's yeah. been in your family for decades and no one wants to get rid of it they <laughs> just, just use one, it. Aunt May or somebody yeah. she knit it for you it's like now this thing sucks yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before the boys all change yeah. damn terrible shit I'm just oh man I'm just getting mad just looking at this this Fucking pumpkin spice <laughs> stuff, man. Pumpkin spice fettuccine alfredo noodles. Oh, no, man. That's a real thing. That's, that's disgusting. Pumpkin that spice extra chewing gum. Uh, pumpkin my... spice <laughs> milk. Pumpkin spice candy corn. Pumpkin spice trail mix. No. I'm only on like six of this 21 thing slideshow. I think so I'm so already over it. On. <laughs> Pumpkin spice Greek yogurt. No, that's uh, awful. Pumpkin spice almonds. <laughs> Terrible. All right, it's just I'm rude gonna, to I'm, almonds. It is like um, almonds and, are already teetering on like the edge of the snack food world. Yeah. like I like them, but like I'm don't not do gonna, that to almonds. You're not gonna buy almonds. Yeah. You're just gonna like, like, they're oh, already okay. on the cliff. Don't yeah, shove them exactly. off. Of exactly, like, that's just messed up. Man. <laughs> no, they've been,
1: I been shoved. That did it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do edge. it.
0: But like we, we'll move on now. If anybody doesn't have anything else for fall, we'll come back
2: to it.
1: I have but, a overrated fall. Same. All
0: right,
2: go for it.
1: Go ahead. I'm gonna keep
2: writing down the pumpkin spice. One overrated fall, uh, I guess this would be an activity. People go and look at leaves, and, like, I guess I'm just spoiled living here in the valley, and we, we just can see leaves, like, looking outside, but people who come down from, like, New York City or, like, from D.C. and just, like, will drive around where we live just to look at the leaves, ugh, Josh, showed us... Burnett's pumpkin spice flavor. That is, that, that that is, is terrible. Cool. Again, Burnett's already terrible. Yeah, don't already terrible. Don't make it worse. It's not that's not cool. But yeah, so what you don't need to leave your house to go look at leaves. If you if you care about leaves so much that you need to drive to go see some, just plant a tree like in your house. <laughs> Wait ten years. Yeah. Don't
1: be selfish. Yeah,
2: it'll, it'll get
1: you. Leaves My eventually. overrated is haunted houses. I was with you. I almost
0: put that Bro, same one. I'm I not agree. about haunted houses. They're
1: not all. scary. Well, like
0: yeah. even the ones that are, I just I don't like it. Well, yeah, I don't want to be scared. Exactly. That's the thing is, and like, like, if they are scared, i to be paid to almost have a heart attack. Yeah. See, I,
1: I think I'm like more like into that. it if it's actually scary. No, but like I know that they can't touch you or anything. Like so when they come at me, I'm just like, all right, do ooh, something. You know, yeah. the real
0: ones are the ones where you have to sign a waiver. Yeah, and they can like grab you, yeah. Yeah.
1: I would enjoy that, but when I just go to one and they're like not touching you and they're just screaming and like making weird noises, I'm like, all right. You guys are corny. <laughs> Keep it moving.
0: I also agree with the tree thing. I think we're uh, deciduously, um, what's the word? Blessed. I Blessed. <laughs> um, entitled. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we just see it so much. I see it at, like, the whole East Coast in yeah. general, honestly. Yeah. Like, you see it everywhere, and then people, like, in Nebraska are just like, oh, man, look at that oak tree. And I'm just like, plant an oak tree. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys can have trees, like, I know it wasn't geographically there, but neither are goldfish, and they're everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not it's not hard. Just go ahead, one. plant yourself some trees. Do like your family a favor. Like if you really want to see an orange tree, or you could just use the internet. I know it's not the same, <laughs> but like I don't know, virtual reality, I don't know. virtual reality, something yes. like that. But we have deciduous trees for days, evergreen trees, overrated tree. Yep. Besides them being Christmas trees, what else do they do for us?
1: Nothing. They just
0: make Burn, a bunch of quickly. pine needles and pine cones. They smell
1: yeah. weird, kind of.
0: They do smell weird. I don't like pine tree me smell either. at all. I don't like sap. I don't like sap either. I like syrup, syrup, but not sap. There's a difference.
1: Oh, when you like grab like a branch, yeah. and yeah. it's and just, then you just sticky. Get, thoughts, and you can't get it off. off you for yeah. days. Yeah, it's annoying. Pumpkin well, Spice Coffee air.
0: Beans. <laughs> I'm just going to keep <laughs> sprinkling them in there. Pumpkin Spice M&M's. Ew. Pumpkin Spice Jello. No, that's, I don't even know if I like terrible. the sound of that. <laughs> pumpkin spiced Welch's sparkling
1: grape juice. <laughs> they're reaching at this. That's like
2: again. such a true eye hard. Pumpkin
1: spice Why? bagels. Pumpkin. No, spi- they cannot do that to bagels. I love bagels. Punk- pumpkin spice Hershey's kisses. Yeah, I just feel like at this point they're reaching. That doesn't even make sense. Like it'd be different if they're like pumpkin spiced cream cheese, but the whole bagel. That pumpkin spiced peanut butter. Dusty Baker now has the most
2: wins of any active manager in baseball. He's
0: been around a long time. Number
2: 1,840. Who did he just pass? Bruce Bochy. Okay. All right. So now underrated Mike, or people named Mike's. All right, yeah, I'll get
0: back to my pumpkin foods in a second. All right, so for overrated Mike's, I have Mike Conley no fucking way me too yeah, really <laughs> Dude, yeah, he, he, he just uh. has such a huge contract and I think he's barely a top 10 point I don't, like. I, he does a lot of things well
1: but he doesn't do anything great I struggle to put him in the top 10 I think or maybe right at 10 yeah, I feel bad for Mike Conley. gotten like the hell at, up out of there. Everybody, done. yeah,
2: he shouldn't have stayed in Memphis. Like that's just like a place where your career is just gonna die. You're not gonna get endorsements in Memphis. Nobody's gonna hear about you. Yeah, though. but small market. I just I feel bad for him. I wouldn't say he was uh, uh, overrated. Poor right.
1: guy. So since you got that, I'm gonna go ahead and do my underrated, Mike Mike Myers.
2: I have him as well underrated
1: Maybe,
2: yeah. no I have him as overrated hell no I was gonna have Mike He he's
1: animated. a great dude Austin Powers Austin Powers is it Austin, yeah, Austin pa- o- Powers even Austin Trek. Powers and is Trek. like okay no, no, but sure. like
0: cat in the hat great no. <laughs> that that's creepy was a, he was the most ridiculous person he's like shaking his <laughs> leg like he's getting jacked that off movie.
1: the whole <laughs> movie head. that movie was like, he was extremely creepy it was super but, I mean, weird they, those movies when they redo movies like that they were creepy Johnny Depp was super creepy and uh Really Wonka, walk- wall- really walk- and, and, and he was super <laughs> creepy nice Scissorhands, no. but yeah.
0: But I, I don't know. I think Mike Myers is a little overrated. What has he done lately? Has he done any matter. movies lately? No, it doesn't I matter. matter. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Austin Powers. Like
0: the more famous Mike Myers is the one that murders people, right? Yeah. What's the Jason? Is that his name? No. Freddie. No, it's, no. Jason is, Jason is Michael Myers, and then Freddy Krueger is Freddy Krueger. Right? <laughs> I, I really have no. I don't, I don't know. know either. I think I think Michael Myers that sounds is about Jason. Right. He's killing Something people like by that. a lake. I've never actually seen any of those movies, so I couldn't <laughs> I'm hurt that you think Mike Myers is underrated. All right. So you think he's underrated. I think he's overrated. Uh, underrated, I have Mike Didco as well, Hall of Famer, nice. uh, National Championship winner at Pitt, uh, Super Bowl winning coach. Um, he brings hot takes on ESPN. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. one of those older guys who kind of just likes to yell at the clouds, when he's <laughs> on ESPN with, like, Keyshawn Johnson and Randy Moss, and all these different guys who all have completely different opinions than him. And he stands his ground. They don't have
2: him on there anymore. No, they
0: don't anymore, but they did for a long time. And it was always just him waving his cane with uh, the older uh, African American guy. What was his name? Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson, yeah. He just retired, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, him,
1: they always agree. So, do they replace. Him with my or the Woodson. They're like all different now. Yeah, it's, all it's I know Trent it's
0: Delfer, Charles Woodson, Randy Moss. Yeah, and
1: um, uh, the Hasselback. Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck, yeah, 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 not the
0: famous one, but yeah. the other one, the, yeah. the one that played for the Redskins.
1: Neither of those Jabrani should ever be on television. And they're, now a they're a bunch replacing of garbage.
2: Chris Berman. And I don't know they're who they're replacing him with a
1: girl. The girl is doing it. A girl's doing really? Yeah, it. Really? Isn't like, it Sam Ponder? Yeah, it is Sam Ponder. Uh, yeah. Um,
2: I didn't hear that. Yeah, and so my I have a quite a list for my underrated and overrated people named Mikes. So I got really excited. Oh yeah, we have a one. lot of
0: them. Okay. Feel free
2: to just let them go. There's yeah. really no order to this. Uh, my first underrated Mike Mike Allstott, like the nice. last, yeah. the great Tampa Bay fullback. Buccaneers. Yep. He was. He was an amazing fullback, Super like Bowl if, champion. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how big fantasy football was. Like, it definitely existed back then, but it wasn't that big. Time. I think but they were Mike, still scoring uh, on like newspaper yeah. box sheets. <laughs> if Mike Alshau was still around, um, like he, uh, like today, like he was back then, he would be the only fullback that people would pick up in fantasy like football because he got into the end zone. If people he nice
0: Kyle check last year was impressive. Yeah, Mike, slot neck roll enthusiast. Yeah. He was fantastic. He was the biggest man I've ever seen
2: carry the football. He was bigger than I the used bus. to
0: watch the bus play. He was he was bigger than the bus.
2: Yeah, Mike Alstott. I mean, he was like 6 6, six he time. was 6'1 248. Six, one? Pounds.
0: All right, 200 All right. So he's a bowling ball. But yeah, player.
2: and during <laughs> his career, he in 2001 he had 10 touchdowns at the fullback position. And he also and that's the year the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, right? Uh, Three maybe I don't know. But then um, he also had a year where he had seven touchdowns and 950 rushing yards what? at fullback. Like you do not see that ever Ow. <laughs> but yeah, and so Mike also had just a beast. Um, and then I'll also do one of my overrateds, Mike Pence, uh, current Vice President of the United States. <laughs> asshole <laughs> anyway. he just seems like a really boring individual he just seems overrated in
0: all aspects of his life <laughs> he's just like i guess like they just picked him because he was like the complete opposite of trump like he yeah. seems like a guy who like if you talk to him in a bad way like he'd get scared and maybe be like, like be like sad yeah <laughs> maybe like cry. he just he's totally beta
1: male where do you like, put mike uh singletary on your list
0: Mike's, I mean, I didn't have Michael Singletary down. I think he's a football guy. I think he's guy.
1: accurately rated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't like. think too many people talk about him. A lot of people talk down on him for those couple of years in San Francisco. But, I mean, the San Francisco look at it where it is yeah. now. You know, they had those few good years with Harbaugh, and they had that great defense. But things in San Francisco haven't been well since Steve Young left. So, I mean, I think he's good. I think he was a really good linebacker. He's a crazy man.
1: Yeah, Yeah. he's definitely a football guy. Yeah, he's he's easily
0: a football guy, but I think he's appropriately uh, rated. Um, You guys want to go back over to fall things here for a second?
2: Yep. Um, Yeah, I'll do another underrated fall item. Um, So pumpkin spice gets all the love. Apple cider does not get enough love. Hot apple apple cider cider
0: is the best.
2: Apple cider is delicious. Hot apple cider is really good. Apple cider donuts. And then something I uh came onto to last fall, uh a little bit during tailgating season. You know, you get those early morning like the noon college football tailgates. You don't wanna wake up and just go straight into like hard liquor or something mimosa or, or your beer. shotgunning beers. So you go with mimosa, of course. But Bloody mimosa Mary. mimosa with uh apple cider instead of orange juice. Have you ever had that before? I have not. Very good. Strongly recommend that to everyone else. out there that's a mimosa fan. Next time, since we're entering fall pretty soon, try with a uh, some apple cider. Very good move.
1: Or just have a bloody mary.
2: Or I don't like bloody Marys. Yeah, I don't like them. They're
1: amazing. <coughs>
2: <coughs> Pumpkin yeah.
1: spice mini weeds.
0: <laughs> this is just absurd.
1: <laughs> You're still on it. I'm dude, I'm just clicking
0: through this freaking slideshow. It makes me like look at an ad every other click, but I mean it has good stuff. Um you said an underrated one, so I'll do overrated, and then I'll do my underrated one in a second. I have hay rides. I think hay rides are extremely overrated. Yeah. You're paying money to just basically ride around a really slow tractor and look at things. On hay. Like, yeah, While you're outside itching. on hay, and you're overpaying for it and you're more itching. than likely. Like, you're paying, like, $15 to $20 to just ride around this farm where, you know, we could just go ahead and route this to the real problem of America. We would rather pay $20 to ride on a slow hayride than just walk around the orchard. Just nice little casual walk on a fall day. Like I said, you're not going to sweat. It's the fall. You know, you don't have to worry, you big guys out there. You don't have to worry about walking around and getting sweaty pits and, you know, a little bit of sweat underneath your, your man boobies. You don't got to worry about that. You're good. You'll be fine. You know, walk down. Maybe, you know, have an apple. Pick one off, especially in this area. We're in apple country. Go down. Pick out your uh, your pumpkin out of the uh, pumpkin patch. Don't just take the ones that are boxed up at Hill High. Go ahead and take a hike down there, pick out the perfect pumpkin. (laughs) Take a walk. (laughs) We don't need to pay money for a hayride. Everyone, get up and walk around the pumpkin patches. I'm tired of this
1: bullshit hayride. (laughs) I'm done. I I actually really hate hayrides. They're really really boring. I haven't taken a whole lot of them, but I don't see why. I take one every year. So fun. I'm looking at you and Tracy and my mom.
2: All right, John, do you have any more
1: fall activities you need I to talk about? I can think of one. Go ahead. It's um, okay. You don't have to do any more food. I, I have an
0: underrated fall one. I'll give you a second, John. Completely and socially acceptable to not leave your couch on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make any plans. You're allowed to drink. You're allowed to eat really crappy food all day with the boys. And, like, not only is this acceptable... But you don't really feel a need to do anything else. Like, you don't feel obligated to make plans on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, like, oh, I should go do this. Like, I should
0: go to the gym. Or, like, I should go hang out with this girl I like. Or, like, I should study and go to the library. Or I should get my car cleaned. Any of that bullshit that you try to do on the weekdays. On Sundays, you wake up, more than likely hungover. You go and you get breakfast with the guys. And then you watch football from 1 o'clock
2: to 8 o'clock and go to bed. It's perfect.
1: Uh Bye. strongly agree with that. Very
2: Mm -hmm. underrated. Brian? Um, Another underrated one that I had for for fall was chili. I love chili. All kinds of chili. I like... Beanless chili. I like trying, like, different kinds of people's chili. Because everybody's got a certain... Exactly. Everybody's got their own twist on it. Like... I went to something, I can't even remember what it was. I think it was, like, a club I was in or something at JMU. And one of their events was, like, for our meeting was we had, like, a potluck, like, chili. And everybody just brought different kinds of chili. And you could just try everybody's chili. And it was awesome. That is, and and that's one of those very, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, you can only eat it in fall. Like, you can't just be like oh i want some it's like a hundred degree day and you're like i really want some chili like no you don't no you don't where are you gonna and where are you even gonna find chili there's wendy's. one person
1: i know that'll eat chili all year round it's my father which is a <laughs> weird individual he eats some weird foods like his go-to meal at mcdonald's is a fish fillet no a a, fillet what a weirdo i don't
0: think i've ever had one honestly i'm not eating fish from
1: mcdonald's, McDonald's no and it's he only you know had- go to wendy's and only get the chili 200 degrees but <laughs> Wendy's chili. chili
0: is actually pretty good Wendy's chili
1: easy. is good I can back that up would you eat it on a 98 degree no, day after you've no, made only, 15 longs I actually don't
0: eat chili a lot and I think that's why I like it so much you know you yeah. don't oversaturate it you don't do it too much low key turkey chili is my favorite kind never of chili. had it but ground I have turkey it. instead of
1: ground beef I've had ground deer sounds too liberal deer for me too. sounds deer. too liberal your for you your turkey You're typically you my, yeah. my
0: 99% <laughs> lean 1% fat so. <laughs> Dude, the turkey is great. It's really good. It adds a new flavor, but I don't I also don't like beans all that much. I mean, I'll I eat like them, but I don't either. like beans. So I like a beanless chili. Yes. And obviously not too too that's hot. Like, that's like
1: the reason why I love chili So dogs. you
2: like beanless chili with turkey in it. That's literally not even chili. I like I
1: like They make it a Panera turkey chili. I like deer chili. Deer deer But I Genesis just don't, anything. I don't like I don't like beans either. Yeah. No. But I don't I would prefer beef over turkey. I like beans.
0: Beans are okay. I mean, it's not a deal breaker. If you make chili, I'm gonna eat it either way. Yeah.
1: So. Unless it's beef, then you won't eat it. No, I mean I'll eat it if it's beef. I just like turkey You will raise more. hell I until like, you get turkey. I've come
0: to the point in my life where I like chicken and turkey more than I like like pork and beef. I don't know why. Um, it just can't, you know after all the bull so I through, it's so just how I. Your end. go-to. Lunch meat sandwich. Or what fish. is it? Uh, lunch meat sandwich well, I haven't had a sandwich in a long time But provolone, turkey, mayo, lettuce, tomato
1: Ryan? Same, except I don't like tomato See, I don't like lunch meat anymore.
2: I also really like roast beef
1: I also roast love beef roast beef good. See, I, just, I have to go chicken
2: Jimmy John's Country Club No Tomato it so just sounds good.
1: super good I don't know what is on a, it But you know, it sounds good I've never had never Jimmy John's Turkey now. and ham I've never had Jimmy John's
2: You've never had Jimmy John's? I have right, That's well. crazy
0: We're gonna start a fundraiser A GoFundMe Send John <laughs> to Jimmy John's We only need $5 No, I want $500 <laughs> We only need 5 so...
1: I want Jimmy John's If for
0: everyone could just donate 25 cents,
1: <laughs> We would greatly appreciate that And then you get a free t-shirt They're on the way <laughs> All right, do we want to do any we more We promised mics?
0: free t-shirts before. I'll do one more mic, and then we'll uh, move on from the segment, and we'll just get everything out at once. But Mike Rowe is very underrated. <laughs> the uh, The Dirty Jobs man, he kind of just disappeared out of our minds forever. I'm sure he's still The Ford truck it. commercials, though. Yeah, the Ford truck commercials <laughs> he still does. He's a really good guy. Seems like a, a working-class individual that I can respect. I like Mike Rowe. And my other one is Mike Arruzzioni. The hockey captain for the nice. 1980 Miracle on Ice Great squad. Uh, his jersey just got sold, signed for a couple grand, which I thought was pretty cheap,
2: so I think he's underrated for being an American hero. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna go with uh, two mics that are both rappers. Mike Under- Posner is one no. of them, isn't
1: it? No. <laughs> no.
2: Underrated <laughs> is Mike Jones. Oh! Mike-, Mike Jones! Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. The one and only you can't clone me. Got a lot of haters and a lot of homies. Oh, you got ball- you got some ballers.
1: okay? Mike Jones is
2: one of the goats from, like, late... I don't know if he was... He was early 2000s, maybe stretching to the late 90s a little bit, but just legendary rapper. If you're not hip, get hip on Mike I'm trying Jones. to think of
1: what... what who he was around, like who he was popular with. Paul Wall. Paul Wall. And with Paul Wall oh, was and Nelly. Big. Was that Girls? And, no, that yeah. wasn't Girls. That song is um, amazing. Let me see My Girls.
2: And my. then an overrated Mike is Wonder Mike. I am I Wonder know, Mike, the and I would like to say. Uh, the song I'm, is like the hip, the hop, the, the, hippie. Hippie. No, no, yeah, yeah, the okay, hip beat, the hip the hip hop. The, okay.
0: That's yeah, Wonder I Mike. I don't
2: like it. Exactly. What movie is that from? It's in Kangaroo Jack. But yeah, no. Don't like Wonder Mike. But that's just because I have a hatred for all old rap like that like uh Too all, old yeah, like exactly that era of like the very first rappers. Like there's this comedian one time and he was like I think it was childish gambino, he was like all the old rap songs you listen to him, it's like I walked down the street and I went to the store and I bought me a soda and then I went so back. So kinda like work. right in the same like, time or like right after like slime the family scene. Yes, exactly. yeah, all that that era of rap overrated and Wonder Mike, you get the uh the brunt of this right now. You're the figurehead <laughs> of that.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a few more. I got Mike Will made it. Nice. Oh, Mike Will. very underrated I thought about underrated. having him in my underrated as well. Yep. Uh, and then Mike Wagner, my dad. Nice. <laughs> He's pretty underrated. He's not talked about a lot. You know, he used to play running
1: I He did s- used to play running. I super bad. agree with him being very underrated. Yeah, though. I mean
0: like he just he does his job, he leaves at six thirty, <laughs> he gets home at seven, you know, he never bitches about nope. anything. He just sits down, sometimes he even makes dinner. Yeah, he's on this uh, this whole healthy kick. He's down thirty pounds. He's balling out of control. He is. He is. He needs to step up his golf
1: game, though. Let's <laughs> get him out with us <laughs> on Tuesday.
0: We need to get him out at some point. Yeah, uh, you know, me and Zach kind of got at him a little bit about playing some golf. But Mike Wagner, also a lot of good sayings that he's pick- uh, that I picked up over the years. He's got a lot of those, and he's from Pittsburgh, but not a Yenzer, and those are tough to find because <laughs> Yenzers are very annoying. <laughs> I think that's all I got for uh, for mics. Does anyone have
2: anything uh, for fall before I finish my pumpkin spice list? No, I have two more underrated mics. I would just like to throw in. You and you, you really one love
1: of, the mics. The mics are my
2: favorite one because mainly because I was. Is um, Mike's hard, hard of the lemonade on one of them. No, <laughs> that <I> was just, <laughs> overrated. Just, yeah, he, well, Mike's harder lemonade. I, I was very upset about the whole Mike and Michael thing. Oh, so that's shit, one don't reason. Don't make me walk out. No, no, no. no I'm not going to but uh so i just really once i figured out that we were definitely going with strictly mics i just got really excited just trying to find all the mics that i needed <laughs> and one of the other mics that is extremely underrated two time nba champion former rookie of the year and former sixth man of the year mike miller oh so much sauce so overrated so underrated hell no Two-time NBA champion, co ride in
1: both of those. <laughs> I know.
2: I was yeah, going to say, actually, and no, He's been smart enough to okay. follow LeBron around Let me, his whole I'm career. I'm going to go ahead
1: and shake your hand and I'll take that back. If he had a, like 23 points in the game seven closeouts. So yeah. Like,
2: what about Mike? Without Mike? a shoe on. What about Mike Bibby? Though? I was going. I was going to go Mike Bibby, but I was like, I'm not putting two basketball he's players that
1: already have super underrated it. Mike Bibby.
2: And it, uh, I think tough. he's in their big three league, isn't Ball, he headband, now?
1: Headband. Isn't Mike tough. Bibby in the big three league yeah, now? He is.
2: And then my last Mike, Mike Schmidt, probably the best third baseman of all time, played for the Phillies for mm-hmm. his whole career. Absolute beast, and just kind of one of those players that I feel like does not get talked about when you look at like the history of baseball and stuff enough. Cause just a really great player and just held that uh, hot corner down for the Phillies for like holding, 16 if years. You could,
1: or if you were holding the hot corner down.
2: Yeah. That's a hard true. position to That's play. That's a long very time difficult position.
0: All right, finishing out our pumpkin spice here, <laughs> we got some ridiculous ones. We have pumpkin spice sweet enchiladas, we have pumpkin spice burritos, pumpkin spice chocolate chips, pumpkin spice barred soap, pumpkin spice tortilla chips. Do you eat the soap? I'm confused. And on the soap. pumpkin spice nail polish. I'm confused on the nail polish and the soap. I mean, I didn't say you had to eat it. I was just saying pumpkin spice. Like like yeah, like
1: but it's... no, I'm not gonna bathe myself in pumpkin spice no, why? and if would anybody you? should they why should. would you wear a pumpkin spice nail polish but, but that's another thing I don't understand <laughs> does it smell like it or does it look like I think pumpkin? it's both yeah, it would have to be both I but hate them for that I it's wonder just... if it
0: tastes like it too go ahead and try it if you wear it might as well eat it and see what happens yeah.
1: Dumbass
0: Alright And uh, just to close out The mics, Mike Tomlin I think he's very Properly rated And Mike Sullivan Two time defending Stanley Cup champion coach You're so annoying He's Yeah
1: you had to do that And you knew
0: He won two Two Stanley Cups His first two years I knew what you were doing I
1: don't like you This was my plan The whole time Go eat your (laughs) turkey Go eat your turkey chili That's the
2: only reason He wanted us to do The name Mike Go eat your turkey chili I slipped it in there Turkey
0: chili Really good Don't sleep on it Alright now we're going to get into our NFL preview section. This is our last segment, and then we're going to get a little bit into Floyd Mayweather. We're really just going to talk about how Floyd's going to whoop his ass. But uh, and then we got the gritty finish. So we have the NFL preview. We have the winners of all the divisions and then the Super Bowl predictions. Starting with the AFC and NFC North here for our division previews and the NFL preview here of Grey Sports. We have the AFC and the NFC North. John, I'll go ahead and let you... Get into
1: that first. All right. The AFC North, I've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, The Bengals suck. We know damn well the Browns Browns suck, and the Ravens well. I think the Ravens are going to go eight and eight They have have Joe Flacco. And then the NFC North is the Green Bay Packers. I have nothing else to say.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably going to be consensus across the board for all all of us are those two teams. Um, And the Steelers, just specifically having Le'Veon Bell and having... Martavis Bryant back. back and uh back. yeah, and having Ben back and uh potentially going into his last year, you know he'll have like a good mindset going into the season. They finished last year with the seven game win streak. I forgot about that till we were looking up stuff before today. So definitely the Steelers and of course Packers I think will take that division. Lions may be able to give them I a mean, team. Oh, anybody had an change, change. or the Vikings with their definitely defense. The Bears. Shout out
0: to the, <laughs> and the stud. Yeah, Packers definitely uh I mean they're gonna make it hard on themselves. It seems like every year the Packers start out the gate slow. So they'll make it interesting and for the Steelers I can't really add to anything that Ryan said, but the defense I think is improving year to year. I think Ryan Cheesier is getting better. Artie Burns has uh you know really coming to his about own TJ? this camp.
1: TJ Watts
0: the jury is still out on T J but I like what I see so far. Arthur Motes. Arthur Motes. he Get a, a pick, he had a pick in, in three sacks and last preseason game. Yeah, not, bro. So the defense is getting better. The offense will be great. Uh, now for the AFC and NFC South. Ryan, I'll let you get the handles on that one. Uh, for
2: the NFC South, I think the Falcons will repeat. Um, they didn't really lose that much going into next year. They'll have Vic Beasley back with another year of experience. He and,
1: balled out last year. Yeah, he, he did. did.
2: He They had a very much improved defense last year, and I think the defense will stay at that level. The offense, like, Matt Ryan, the running back duo, and uh, all the dangerous receivers, and I think Taylor Gabriel is really going to... People are going to be looking at him like they look at uh, what's-his-face for the Chiefs. Um, the really Tyree, guy. Kill. Tyree Kill. I think Tyree Kill and uh, him are very, very similar players, so I think they'll repeat there. And then in the AFC South, I think the Colts will have a bounce back here. I think last year was pretty uncharacteristic for them. Yeah. Um, they were the only team or they had the best point differential in their division last year which I thought was pretty interesting by like a substantial amount they were uh they were plus 19 while the texans who won that division were minus 49 and the jaguars were minus 82 so uh they were the only team really netting a positive uh outcome in all their games that's shocking too. yeah all right
0: um i got the tennessee titans for the afc south I just really like what they did this off season, building around Mariota. Um, obviously, he's had a long road to recovery with that messed up ankle at the end of the year, but I think he'll bounce back. Uh, getting Corey Davis and uh, Eric Decker to had to Rashad Matthews and Delaney Walker, I think, will be big for them. Um, and what
1: the, what's the other receiver they have? Uh, didn't they get a guy from the Eagles? I'm not sure. Like during the year, what was his name? Oh, uh, uh, no, they gave up Doriel Green. Oh, uh, they, they gave him they, up. They okay. Gave him
0: Yeah, I was big on him for a while, too. Him and us and and Jenkins both make me look like an asshole. But (laughs) (laughs) straight up, I just think the Titans will be much improved. And honestly, in this division, I think nine wins can get it. So I think it's going to be a really close tie between the Titans, Colts, and Texans. With the Jags even improving, I think even with their quarterback play a little bit questionable, I think they'll improve from their win title. But I'll go with the Titans. Then on the NFC side, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. I think they had a little bit of a hangover last year. Uh, an injury to Luke Keekly and Cam Newton really hung up things for them for a while. I think they'll come back. Uh, they drive to Christian McCaffrey to uh, help alleviate some of that backfield pressure from uh, Jonathan Stewart. Checkdowns for Cam Newton will do years and so much for his health, as much as he's gotten banged up. And then Kelvin Benjamin I expect to be a lot better this year as well. So. And, and they have the easiest schedule in that division, so I think the Panthers will prevail. Uh, heading over now, I'll start with the AFC and NFC East. Uh, the AFC East, you know who it is. I'm not going to say it. Uh, for the NFC East, I'm going with the New York Giants. Uh, I think they're you know, a lot better than they were last year offensively. They didn't spend as much as they did last year. They spent a lot on uh, Olivier Vernon and um, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. I'm drawing a blank. But uh, Landon Collins came into his own as well. He had a hell of a year. And uh, I think their defense is good enough right now. They're not one
1: of the best units, but they'll be good enough moving forward. They're probably the best defensive unit in that division. Yeah. Though.
0: And then offensively, they add Brandon Marshall. They're finally going to have a you know somewhat general idea of what they're going to do at running back. They're going to let Paul Perkins, a.k.a. Smash Jackson, get in back there. They're not going to do it by a committee. Uh, they do get Shane Vereen, who is now healthy, to help out on third downs. I think he's Khaled a big they have the JMU running back Khalid Abdullah, and I think Eli is always a pretty consistent top ten quarterback. Maybe not stats wise, but he knows how to air it out. Odell, and just by the I think what since two thousand two or two thousand three, not the same team has won well the East. Yeah, yeah, twice in a row. So I'm
1: gonna I um, go with the Giants. I have the exact same two as you: Pats, Giants. And
2: um, I, of course, everybody knows the Patriots are going to win, but um. I think that the Cowboys will repeat. Uh, I have all the NFC teams repeating, and pretty much all different AFC teams besides the Patriots. Um, so I think that the Cowboys—they just—they really dominated a lot of their games that they were in last year. Thirteen and three record, um, hundred fifteen point differential. That's third most behind the Patriots and the Falcons from last year. So they just—they really like. They weren't even in that many close games, which is good. That's what he wanted with, like, a rookie quarterback like they had. Um, Dak just doesn't make many mistakes, doesn't throw many interceptions. Put under the ball on the field. He doesn't, exactly, he doesn't try to do too much, and that's not what they need. They don't need him to try to do too much. They just need to survive a couple games without Zeke, and then it should be smooth sailing. I think they'll walk with NFC East easily. Mm. But I think NFC East could have, uh, the Giants should definitely be in the playoffs also as yeah. a wild card team.
0: You know, the Giants are still a good team. They were in the playoffs last year. They just ran into the Packers. Uh, AFC and NFC West. For the AFC out west, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos, uh, just a few years removed from being one of the top teams in the NFL. It's amazing how far downhill you go when you don't have stability of quarterback. I think they're going to have a lot of those same problems this year with Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch. I think eventually they're going to settle in on Paxton Lynch because you know what you're getting from Simeon although he's not losing the games, but the defense is still going to be one of the best in the league. Uh, Von Miller, Calvin Harris, Aqib Tlaib, they were actually 1-2 ranked last year for cornerbacks by Pro Football Focus. <clears throat> and I just think that the Raiders, uh, they really peaked last year with their, uh, I think it was 12 wins, and so did the Chiefs with their 12 wins. I can't see both those teams winning 12 games again this year, so I think that they will regress a little bit back. To their average, and I think that the Broncos can get because I'm pretty sure they went nine and seven last year. I think they can go ten and six, and I think that'll be good enough to at least earn the division's share for the AFC West.
2: Um, I think that the Raiders will snag the AFC West. They just have a great all around team. I think one of the things I was missing last year was the run game. Latavius Murray was decent, but uh, I don't think he had the The consistency, he was a guy that uh, his stats were carried by a few huge breakout games. Um, But I think they'll have a little bit more consistency now with uh, Beast Mode, and I really like his addition out there. And, um, of course, Derek Carr now is uh, settled in with his contract, doesn't have to worry about that anymore, and still has Amari Cooper to throw to, of course. So I think the Raiders will be a, a pretty big force next year. But then the Broncos' defense... Chiefs defense. A lot of uh, interesting teams at the AFC West that could go anyway. And the Chargers should be improved as well. Mm-hmm. I'm I just go... don't trust <clears throat> Philip
1: Rivers. Really. Yeah, I
2: mean, I think
0: he's a good quarterback. I just think his stats are so, like, skewed because he has to throw so many deep balls late in games. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had Philip Rivers two years ago. So <laughs> They're a always trying to come back. He's just always throwing the ball deep down the field, so I think that's a problem. But, I mean, that whole QB class, him, Eli, and Ben, have all been pretty good, I think. And mm-hmm. I forgot to mention it, but the Seahawks in the West. That, the yes, yeah.
1: I have the Seahawks and the Raiders. Yeah, the Seahawks' home field advantage is just yeah, it's too and much. Plus, I don't
0: think the Cardinals are going to be all that much better. The Rams are still figuring their shit out. And, uh, oh, and the 49ers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost forgot they
1: existed. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think the 49ers are still on their old same bullshit. So, so we have Super Bowl so predictions. My Super Bowl... Uh, I got the Steelers playing the Giants.
1: I have the Buccaneers playing the Patriots. All right. Wow. Okay. I don't hate it. I have. this James, James, baby.
2: I th- I was gonna say, um, the Packers, but I kind of think maybe the Sea. I'm kind of between the Seahawks and Packers for the NFC. I think I'm gonna. I'll go with Packers and the Patriots again, just because I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, I hate it too. It's pretty terrible watching
0: your team lose to them over here. Yeah. But all right, so you're just a few in the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. But uh just a few thoughts Floyd Mayweather, uh Conor McGregor next Saturday. Um I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that wanted to hear at least our take on the whole thing. So, um I mean, I think it's mostly a publicity fight. Uh, I think the sport of boxing actually really needs the boost. I'm not a huge fan of boxing, but I know it's been in some tough years as of late, so a fight like this could do wonders for the business. Um, I think all the build-up to these fights have all been preordained and they're all scripted. I don't want to ruin anybody's fun thinking that you know all this is happening organically, but I just don't believe that. Um, I think the fight will go uh, past the first few rounds. I think you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna get your money's worth, but you're gonna be entertained for a time. Um, I don't think it'll be a good fight. I think uh, McGregor doesn't really have a shot. Um, I'm still gonna buy the fight. That being said, I'm still gonna yeah. you know split it up amongst the guys and drink way too much and you know watch two people fight each other. But uh, I'm going with Floyd Mayweather. Um, I don't think it'll end up being a knockout. I think it'll end up just being by decision. But yep.
1: we'll see what happens. I say Floyd as well. I don't really have much to add. Um, Connor, I don't. I think is becoming just a jackass. I do like his yeah. pinstripe suit though. That was cool. But I mm-hmm. think Connor's just a jackass.
2: Yeah, I think uh, like Josh said, I think a lot of it's been scripted for a while. You're looking at a guy who has been boxing for, like, eight months versus a guy who's been boxing for the past, like, probably 35 years yeah. of his life. A uh, guy who's never lost a fight in his whole professional career. And I don't he got dipped see...
1: out of his one amateur loss that they said he should have won. It was an Olympic fight. I didn't yeah. see it. But they said that it was no way he should have lost that fight. Yeah, so, so
2: he just, he's just one of the best fighters we've ever seen. I think... The only way... Conor McGregor doesn't have a chance, but if he did have a chance, the only way would be just getting really lucky and landing one big fat punch. Yeah, he's but got a I puncher's think, chance. But I don't think there is any way he does land a big single punch yeah. that could could even knock Floyd down. Yeah. He's too fast, he knows boxing too well, and he knows that that's McGregor's only chance, so he's never going to expose himself to something yeah, like that. And that's the
1: other thing, is Conor doesn't... Fight defensively. though. he doesn't put his no. hands up. He fights hands down the whole time.
2: So that'll be interesting to see if he can even adjust to doing that. So I think Floyd will win pretty easily, but I think it will be by decision, and uh, you'll get your your money's worth in a sense of you'll get a full fight, but not necessarily in the quality. I don't think. Well, it that's be. like
0: we have the same opinion yeah. as everyone on ESPN. Do we think it'll be a good fight now? No. Will it be worth our money now? Will we buy it?
1: Yes. yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we are going to do it. So, without further ado, we'll get to the final gritty finish of Season 2. I know everyone out there is really sad. They just got hit with crippling depression out of nowhere. <laughs> that big if you're not driving, do not swerve. Just pull over pull and over. cry. I, I understand. Alright, first one we got. Watching the Little League World Series. Our Little Leaguers on the cusp of beginning to use PEDs? They're
2: already using Yep, <laughs> I I think I saw one of those kids scuffing up a baseball when we had it on earlier. So I wouldn't put anything bad, uh, put anything past them at this point. I wouldn't
0: put anything. Sometimes they <laughs> mustaches.
2: You notice that? <laughs> I was watching. Uh, so the like American Legion World Series was on TV like last weekend or a couple days ago, and I didn't realize that it wasn't the Little League World Series at first because it was just like a couple states up there, and I was like, it was across the room, and I looked up and I just see like I was like. That picture has a mustache. There's no way he is 12. And then I, a little bit later, it said American Legion series. And I was like, okay, that makes way more sense. But I was, I thought that they had mustaches now, and I was about to flip out. <laughs> All
0: right, next one. Who do you think is going to be the biggest reach in fantasy football drafts this season?
1: Taking uh, a shot at Colin Elias. Laguerre Blount was the dumbest pick I've ever seen in my life.
2: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't very good. I think uh, one of the biggest reaches you'll see is going to be Danny Woodhead. I think he'll have a really good year, but I think there are some people who are just expecting him to do something he's never done his entire career now, after his, like, 10th season in the league. And, like, two knee surgeries. And, yeah, and he's, he is a physical guy, so uh, I just... I don't... Like, people are acting like he's about to have the best year of his entire career, and I just don't see that happening. All right.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say Marshawn Lynch. I think it's an obvious one, but I think Marshawn Lynch is going to end up being, like, A running back 15 through 20 this season. I think he's going to score less than a guy like Lamar Miller. He'll score less than a guy like Todd Gurley. At the end of the day, they said they want to limit him to under 200 carries straight up. That's not a lot of opportunity for a guy like Marshawn Lynch. It's going to make him really touchdown dependent. He's going in the third round. I think he's more like a fifth rounder. But I do hope he does well because that would be sweet. But I just think people are going to I
1: just love Beastman. Yeah, same
0: here. Who do you think is the most slept on player in fantasy football this season?
1: I'll go first since I thought about it. But I'm just saying
0: Adrian Peterson. I think yeah, everyone's kinda just sweeping that. him under the door like he mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. He's playing on a team now where teams are not going to be able to game plan and put eight guys in the box against him like because they did they have, in Minnesota. Yeah. They're gonna have a balanced offense with Drew Brees, who you can't cheat. He's gonna see a lot, you know, a lot less linebackers in his face, a lot less defensive linemen, and I think that he could steal the job from Mark Ingram. For mm-hmm. some reason, they're not sold on Mark Ingram because they brought in Peterson and they've been you know, playing Hightower and uh, Cadet and all these other guys over the years. So I think AP could win that starting job and he could get over 250 carries out of nowhere.
1: And I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. Um, okay. Going to Minnesota after AP left, and Sam Bradford threw the ball really well last year. They have some weapons. Stephon Diggs... I think that he could have a good year because he can run, he can catch, he can do a little bit of everything.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with, this is the only guy really during our draft for, well, there were a couple guys where I was like, oh, I wish I would have got him. But as soon as he got picked, I was like, that is the best pick of the draft so far, and that was Pierre Garçon. Um, just him going back with uh, his old uh, offensive coordinator where he got his uh, the most targets of his entire career, his like uh, I think his second to last year in D.C., so um I think Pierre Garcon will have a really, really great year. Um and I know that they don't have a great quarterback there, but uh Pierre Garcon just has a great range and um he's very reliable route That's runner. So handed. so yeah, so if, if if the quarterback just gets it in the vicinity of where Pierre Garcon's supposed to be, he'll have a great year.
0: Alright, next one we got is the Le'Veon Bell situation. That continues to not develop. There's nothing happening at all. What is your guys' take on that whole situation? Well,
1: I heard that he was going to be—he will play week one, so I don't care. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell
2: needs more money, and the Steelers should have paid him. But I guess if not, then just sit out as long as you can. And he's coming back on whatever date he tweeted out the other day, and so he'll come back. And he doesn't—he doesn't need all this preseason and training camp and all that. He knows how to train himself at this point. So, it's really it really doesn't matter that he wasn't there.
0: No, I mean it doesn't matter as much. I think it's just more of a team thing how he's sitting out. But I guess he is in communication. The whole money thing. I mean, like I understand that he wants more, but they were gonna pay him five million more than Devonte Freeman, who just signed a record breaking deal. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at, at what point like is your prize just becoming too large? Like you are a running back, you're not a quarterback. You, know, you just gotta kind of take away it is. He wants to be paid like three million more than Antonio Brown. Who is you know not injury prone has never been suspended, he's earned that big paycheck so I'm just slightly annoyed about all of it. Obviously he's going to play but you know going into next year it doesn't make me feel very comfortable because after this if he has a career year we're either going to have to take out our wallets which we very seldom do, or, or he's going to be playing wallet. for a different team. So I just don't like that in that regard. Um, next up we have uh, the nation of Greece deeply upset with the Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, as he's not participating in the European Championships. Ryan read about this a little bit earlier, but what's going on with that whole situation?
2: Um, well, uh, he has been nursing a knee injury, and uh, it's probably nothing severe. Like He should be ready to go when the NBA season gets underway. But uh, just like most athletes in all other sports, if you have a ongoing injury, you're not really going to go out and risk it for games that don't really matter for your international team. They're not the ones that are putting the the money on the table. So, uh Giannis said he is not going to be participating in the uh Eurobasket tournament, which is a huge blow because it pretty much eliminates Greece from having any real chance. And uh Greece <clears throat> came out with a nasty little letter uh critiquing Giannis and critiquing the way he went about uh notifying the team and saying that he went to social media first and he told uh, the Bucks first and all this stuff and you know they should not be critiquing the best player in their country's history. They should say okay you're how old is he like 20 years old 21 years old? He's like 23. Yeah. Exactly. So um, let him get healthy and then he'll be able to play in many more Eurobasket tournaments for the rest of his career. He'll be able to play in the Olympics for you guys and all that don't start talking smack to him now and make him not want to come back and play for you at all. Then, maybe this time the injury's not that bad and uh, he wants to sit out, but maybe next time it'll be even less significant and he'll want to sit out again because he just feels like you guys don't appreciate him.
1: And it's just like, maybe he just doesn't want to play basketball for a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. Let's be honest, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I know these hurt, but or uh-huh. kind of hurt, but... Greece is fucking trash. Yeah, the <laughs> only
2: other decent player on that team is would probably be his brother. Yeah, and he's so, not
1: even in the NBA, is he? No, his, his brother's like 17 yeah, or something. Yeah, so yeah, they're trash. Yeah, that's just not beat around the bush. You guys
2: said it
0: all. Um, human representation of Satan, leaving politics aside. You know, work it, you're going to make you work for it. I'll start. I'm going with Nick Saban. He just seems like a guy who's got the devil in him, you know. He's, he's, he's such a perfect human being in a lot of ways, and it it, it makes me wonder, you know, maybe he sold his soul to the devil, you know, when he left LSU and when he left Michigan State with all those terrible losses. So, I think Nick Saban, um, I think there's something wrong with him, and I think he might be the devil. And
1: I'm gonna go with Pete Carroll.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of for the same reasons. Yeah, I'm gonna go with JJ Watt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate JJ Watt. Yeah, because I think he's just so fake. And, like, he tries to be what he thinks every... It's like, if you took, like, an alien and had him, like, observe Earth for a while and was like, what do you think, like, people would want to hear the most? Like, it will just be everything J.J. Watt says. So I feel like that's how it was. Like, the devil just took over his body (laughs) and was like, wait, what do nice people do? Oh, they, like, do this for charity? All right, I'm going to do that. Like, it's just like he's just sitting there trying to think of, like, how to not oust himself as the devil just by covering up with all these and nice things. And that's
1: how I feel with Pete Carroll. Like he yeah. wanted to make Russell Wilson look like the bad guy. The biggest Christian in football. He, he wanted just to make him.
0: Richard Sherman look like the bad guy. Yeah, so he
1: just th- makes him throw a pick and to he lose the, the game. And he the
0: at the exact right time.
1: Yeah, yeah, he knew. Right before all of that Poor shit Reggie hit the Bush, fan. Man, that's bullshit. He took he that to Heisman Kim off Kim his K.
2: mantle. He got to hit Kim K. It's
1: fine. <laughs> I-, I wouldn't let him take it. You're gonna have to kill me. Yeah, yeah, true. I earned, true. I you earned come that. You come for that Heisman, deck. I lost it. Yeah,
2: I lost I it. OJ, it still OJ. <laughs> OJ still has
1: his. We are gonna bring up OJ. OJ still has his Heisman, man. It's he like, was innocent. He didn't I agree. do it. He was all right. The more
2: influential Ford, Tom Ford, Henry Ford, or Gerald Ford? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> you know what? That's a good one.
1: Tom Ford, just because Jay-Z talks about it in a Tom song. Ford. Tom Ford. I,
2: I agree with Harrison Ford. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it. Harrison Ford I, is definitely speaking of a good Harrison Ford, Ford, I watched, uh, I think, or wait, no, this isn't Harrison Ford. I watched <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally I annoyed. watched Jay Edgar. Uh, Yesterday.
1: With Leonardo
2: DiCaprio. Yeah. But uh Never. that movie was presu- Oh, that movie was produced by Clint Eastwood. That's uh, okay. good Clint was. Eastwood is
1: amazing. I he am. is great. Yeah. Don't get it twisted.
0: J. Edgar Hoover liked wearing yeah. dresses and he was the FBI director. Yep.
2: Very complex individual. Who doesn't like wearing dresses? That was bro.
1: so left field from Harrison Ford.
2: <laughs> well, Harrison Ford and uh who did I just say? Clint Eastwood. They're kind of like the same. They're just old crotchety actors. <laughs> I think Harrison Ford's a lot nicer. Yeah, he is. He's Clint Eastwood nicer. is probably more talented though. Clint
1: Eastwood fake shot a bunch of people.
0: <laughs> what was that Grant Torino? Yes, yeah. Great movie. That's a
1: good movie.
0: All right. Movie. Next one we got is Aaron Judge's strikeout streak of what, like thirty seven games?
2: Yep. Is that big news or is it being
1: overblown? I love it. I I, hate, it's I don't like it. Pretty Aaron Judge.
2: big news. Like he uh his numbers since the All Star break are just not good at all. Yeah. It's it's really concerning, honestly. Like he was at such a high pace. Like we were talking about him in our uh, like mid season of the baseball season show about how he was just on pace for all these outstanding numbers, and he's not on pace for those anymore. It's it's pretty concerning, really. I, I don't know what's going on. If he's been figured out that, or yeah. what? Yeah,
1: they throw him. They throw him down and away. He can't he doesn't yeah. like he swings at anything he's down and away. Swinging at it anyway. Yeah, he's gonna have to figure something out because that's yeah. that's gonna be a problem. I was uh, looking. I saw this thing on Twitter and Jonathan Scope, the Orioles second baseman, really good player, very underrated baseball player. Him and they put his numbers and Aaron Judge's numbers side by side, and the only thing Aaron Judge hasn't beat in his home runs. Yep. Like that's everything nice. else is uh, Jonathan Scope's winning, and that's just like a. I guess people consider him an average second baseman. I mean, he's mm-hmm. really good, but it's just like a not a household, not, yeah, name. not a household name. And he's just playing his ass off, and Aaron Judge can just hit the shit out of the ball when he hits the ball, and he gets all the love. No, mm-hmm. yeah, he's
0: also in New York, so that's, yeah. that helps. Um, all right, your four college football playoff teams as of right now in the preseason. Um, I wanted to go with the top four, but I'm not going I'm to going with the just because that so. that would be bad. But Alabama. Obviously, Ohio State, I'm not going to say obviously, but I think they're still the cream of the crop of the Big Ten. JT Barrett is back. Uh, Their offense is really good uh, with Weber coming back for his second year. Um, Joey Bosa's little brother, Nick Bosa, with one year under his belt, was really impressive. So I think they're going to improve upon where they were last year. They were really young and still made the playoff. Uh, I think Florida State is a lock to make it as well. This is the most talented Florida State team we've probably seen since Jameis Winston. They've taken a few years off, but they're back. Uh, We'll talk about Alabama, Florida State here in a second, but uh, Francois, one of the toughest football players I've ever watched, he just gets smacked around out there. Every game I think he's dead. Like he gets hit and dies, and then he comes back after a play and keeps playing. Tough SOB, love him. And then my fourth and final spot is going to go to the Oklahoma Sooners and Baker Mayfield.
1: I'm going with the top four. As of now. So,
0: what I just said with USC instead of Oklahoma. Yes. Mm -hmm. USC is good, too. What's their quarterback's name? Sam Darnold?
1: Yes. And that's one of the best USC teams we've seen in a while. Yeah, they were good last year. Pete. They were really good last year. That game against Penn State, the
0: baseball game,
2: was crazy. That was crazy. And I'm going to go with four teams, all from uh, different conferences. I'm going to go with Alabama, USC, Oklahoma, and I'm... Kind of between Penn State and Ohio State for uh, the Big Ten. Penn State's uh, really good. Penn State, who's you, uh, who your Barclay ACC? They Saquon Barkley an and Barkley is like he could be. be the, he could be player. like the number like top two or three pick. Yeah, no, like, he's, he's doing- a. Bees. He's really good. Barkley is really good. Yeah, the so the only good excited they for us
0: was uh, Godwin, who plays in Tampa now, the wide receiver. Yeah. So yeah, they're really good. As I think they, I hate to admit
2: it. Penn State has a, a lot of really really tough. And they beat players. Ohio State last year. Mm-hmm. So, so there is that. Um, so
0: three more to go here. Uh, Florida State versus Alabama. Who you guys taking in Week One?
2: Florida State. I think if we ain't no puppies. I think if that game was later in the season, it would probably benefit Florida State. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Alabama. I just think Alabama is always ready to go when they start their season. And Nick
0: Saban has had, like, how many months to get ready for this yeah. game? I just think it's too long. I agree. If it was later in the year, shorter weeks, I think Alabama may get upset. But I think yeah. Alabama's already ready to go.
2: I think they're very focused on that yeah. game.
0: I agree. But it's going to be a hell of a game to open the season. Nick
1: Saban is their coach. It's true. We just went over this. Satan, yeah. Satan. Satan. All right. All right.
2: Our last episode of last season... Was called Nick Saban is the Terminator. So, okay. this one, the last uh, episode, just, this will be Nick Saban's. He's the evolving.
1: Devil.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's evolving, yeah. He's like, he's not even like just a Terminator killing people. He's like, eternal damnation, Nick Saban. <laughs> All right, next one, second to last. Notre Dame football, over or under eight wins this season for the Irish? Uh,
2: I haven't looked at their schedule, but I heard it's tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, I just don't think they've really improved. And I think Brian Kelly needs to get canned. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna go with under just because I like when Notre Dame doesn't do well. They They're on national the TV people. a lot too. Yeah, because they have that deal I'm with good. NBC. They have to be on national TV. Yep. It's stupid. They have their deal. I, I, that's why I only
0: brought them up because they're so popular amongst yeah. everyone. I think under eight wins as well. Um, they lost their quarterback Kaiser to the draft. Mm-hmm. I think they're just Brian Kelly. He's nice. Have to go. He's gonna
2: start for the Browns at some yeah, point. It's probably
0: a week one. No, nah, they're saying Brock is weak one. Okay,
1: they'll get there, there. Eventually. They can go ahead and do that. He'll thing. be
2: there. Yeah.
0: What do you think, John? I Over think under, under.
1: I agree. I'm going to say six.
0: All right, last one to go, or last one to go before we say our farewells. Plans for after this season? What's in the immediate future for you, fine, sweet gentlemen? What do we got going on? What did you just ask? Like, what are the plans for after season two of Grady Sports? What can people find you doing? Nothing.
2: Nothing? Sleeping.
1: Um, playing golf, I love
2: golf. I'm probably gonna write some blogs for pretty good sports. You guys already have it bookmarked on your. Uh, we know you on do on your uh, nope. favorites and it's stuff. All over so. your fi- uh, we fucked up your favorites, as yeah. Mac Miller said. We effed them all up. So uh, check me out on some blogs over there, and who knows, the world is our oyster. Maybe we'll come back with some uh, some satellite editions of Gritty Sports Talk try to figure out how to get Josh on from Calarian, so see what we'll see what happens. I'll be up
0: from beyond the wall for all of you Game of Thrones fans. Way yeah, Josh, up. you're
2: missing Game of Thrones right now. I
0: know, that's really terrible. I have it recorded, but now my rhythm is all messed up, because I'm supposed to watch Game of Thrones 9-10, to and then 10 to 10.30 I got ballers, and then 11.30 is Rick and Morty.
2: Well, you'll have time to get it all in. No, I'll so have
0: time to get it all in. just be a little delayed. I just, like, there are people that live-tweet Game of Thrones, which are the worst people yeah. alive. I hate them so much. Like, if you live-tweet Game of Thrones, you're actually a piece of shit. They <laughs> it. You're a terrible person. Don't yeah, so so check Twitter right now. No, I'm not going to check my tweets. phone at all from, like, the time I go home to now. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, my dad's probably watching it right now, too, so I'm going to have to, like, run downstairs with my eyes closed. Lovely. I Fall down the steps. Out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to fall like shit. But my plan's going back for one last semester. Um, I'm really, really going to abuse my liver and my brain. i pretty you've
1: already abused your liver. But... That's
0: true. Nothing much is going to change except it's more socially acceptable to drink on a weekday in college than it is here. Um, I'm really happy to not be working anymore Although shout out to the town of Middletown For the employment opportunity In case someone's listening yeah. But, all right. <laughs> but other than that uh, You can catch me on 91.7 WCC I'll be writing uh, a little bit For Pretty Good Sports I have a few blogs for them And uh, Other than that that's all I got Thank you all for season 2 Thanks John, thanks Ryan Thanks Kind of Tyler
1: No, 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 no. Thanks Will thanks, thanks Will,
0: thank you Connor uh, Thank you Rochelle for um, yeah. giving us the platform. Big yeah, thanks to Pretty Good Sports. Yeah, Pretty Good Sports. Pretty good site. Giving us a
1: platform. It's a pretty yeah, great it's not site. It's great. I, I like it's it. It's not
0: bad, but it's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> it's like on the cliff to being great. Yep. Just
0: pretty
1: good. Pretty great. Not pretty, not pretty great, good. but pretty great.
0: www.wasabipeas.com, ladies and gentlemen.
1: No, he's in trouble for that. Yeah, don't go there. Cut that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: edit that out. Here, he's in <laughs> trouble.
0: edit that post-production. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> See bye. you. Bye.